This show is part of the RetroZap.com podcast network. And welcome everybody to episode 33 of the Animaniacast. Lab mice. Check. These patios are killing me, brain. I think I prefer knee highs. Who am I to judge? And welcome once again to the Animaniacast. We are the one and only podcast that is dedicated to the animated television series, The Animaniacs. Each and every week we talk about a new episode in the order in which it was released, and we talk about all the gags and all the jokes and all the references that we can possibly think of. And in the end, we give each and every episode a Water Tower rating. I am Joey, and joining me once again is my brother Nathan... Nathan, don't forget to think of a catchphrase before today's podcast. Oh, Nathan, that wasn't... Never hmm? mind. And all the way across the country is Kelly. Hi, I never had a clever catchphrase. <laughs> it doesn't oh, that sound would like... Be a good, oh, I should have used that one. <laughs> <laughs> you, should, you, you should... I don't think Nathan had a, had a catchphrase this time either, actually. What? They think about it. Yeah, Nathan. You, no, we both just, had catchphrases. Okay, I think you're just actually. Everyone reading. has catchphrases. <laughs> you're just re- you're just reading your reminder from Siri right there, Nathan. Yeah, I think. well, it's an, uh, that was submitted by Siri, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Siri, for today's animated catchphrase. Well, today marks our. We are officially one third of the way through the run of Animaniacs today. Woo! We are th- uh, episode 33, uh, and today we have a, a few cool segments. First of all, we have the Warners are separated out in this one mm-hmm. uh, in a, kind of a cartoon called Cartoons in Wacko's Body. And of course, the main segments we have are Noah's Lark, The Big Kiss, and Hiccup. 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 Like uh, from How to Train Your Dragon. <laughs> I've never seen that movie all the way through. Well, he's the main character. So. Oh, well, there Hiccup. You, Hiccup. I hear it's a very good movie, but I haven't seen it myself. But anyway. So, guys, <laughs> what do you think in a few words? What do you think about today's episode? Nathan, we'll start with you. What do you think? I think it's a good episode. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Kelly, what about you? Indiana Jones was in it. That's a, that's a very good highlight right there. Well, uh, let's get on right into it. Uh, but before we do... Nathan, yes. mm-hmm. when did this episode first premiere? So, Joey, this episode first premiered on Wednesday, November 3rd of 1993, which was just one day after Christy Todd Whitman was elected as the first governor of Rhode Island. And also that same day, uh, Roger Moore, you know, James yeah. Bond, had his enlarged mm-hmm. prostate removed. <laughs> well, good to, good to know he got that taken care yep. of. And um, that was a very notable moment. Oh, of, yes. Well, definitely for him. Yeah. I don't know I'm, about for I'm me. I'm assuming but... he's a listener. So yeah, well, now he knows that we know. where he was at the time. So, <laughs> Well, there you go. <laughs> that is that. I'm so glad I know that right now. Yeah. Nathan. And I bet very few listeners knew that day. It was uh, <laughs> so it's very important. There you go. Well, today, let's go ahead and start off with. In fact, I think I'm going to go ahead and. 
go through all these these little cartoons and wacko's body. Yeah, just all together. Knock, knock them, them out. out. Yeah, knock them out. Oh, help me, Doc! My head hurts. The episodes are kind of a uh, bookmarked, I guess you could say, right? Mm-hmm. By these little cartoons. Uh, uh, yes, they would say <laughs> say it one more time again. It was book ended. Book ended. They're bookends. Not That's bo- like what they used to have on Young Indiana Jones. They'd have like the bookends. Yes, not bookmarks. They are book ended. Mm-hmm. Yes, we have these little bookends on mm-hmm. the edges. Of these little <laughs> cartoons, and uh, the first one is a uh, wacko saying, "Oh, there's you know he's complaining about uh, having a headache." So Yakko looks inside of his ear and he says, "Oh, I see what's wrong. There's a cartoon in there." Uh, they come back and Wacko says that he has something in his eye. So Dot looks in there and he sees, oh, there's a cartoon in your eye. Mm-hmm. And, uh, finally at the, at the end, they come back to the, the first aid <laughs> place in the studio lot. Mm-hmm. And Wacko complains of having a toothache. And then Yakko sees that the, Next cartoon is in Wacko's mouth. Yes. Now, right there, I just kind of watched those, and I was like, okay, yeah, that's kind of cute. Um, but then it's at the very end of the episode. Yeah, to close out the end. The whole episode. Yeah. There's a press conference, mm-hmm. and uh, they go over, they, you know. They say what you just said. Say what much. I say. <laughs> but it's very much like, it's like uh, seeing people do like a press conference after mm-hmm. someone's had like a major heart surgery. Or something like we did this, then we did this, yeah. then we did this, and and uh, then at the end, Wacko suddenly says, "Oh, my bottom hurts." Good night, everybody. <laughs> so yeah, that, I like that that yeah. The other three segments didn't make me laugh because you knew what was going mm-hmm. to happen. We've seen these. Uh, We've seen these before with fortune cookies or fortune cookies and and, and uh, drawing on a pad and mm-hmm. it's the next cartoon and we kind of know what's going on. Yeah, and they're never like ha ha funny. Yes, that's funny. Ho ho! I want funny ha ha. But I did laugh out loud at the at the very end with the with the bottom thing. I, yeah, and I like that it's a double because it's also the end. Oh. It's his end, and we find the end hey, right there. So good catch there, Nathan. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I, it, it was it was cute, and I totally forgot about as soon as it happened. I was like, "Oh, I, now I remember this." <laughs> <laughs> but at the time, watching going through it, uh, I was like, mm, "Boring," but <laughs> it was totally worth it at the end. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think it paid off. Yeah, yeah it's funny. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and get into our first cartoon, which is Noah's Lark. <laughs> And uh, Noah's Lark, this is kind of having some uh, some gag writers right here. Uh, so in- instead of, uh, I believe, Nicholas Hollander, it says Shecky Hollander. Hmm. Instead of Tom Ruger, it says it was written by Dr. Plotz Ruger. And instead of Sherry Stoner, it says Boom Boom Stoner. <laughs> um, Shecky Hollander and Boom Boom Stoner were previously credited as writers for a Tiny Toon segment Lame joke, which is season two, episode nine. I totally. This is this is just an example of the writers just having fun mm-hmm. with giving themselves credit. So there you go. Nicholas Hollander, Sherry Stoner, and Tom Ruger were the were the writers of this one with uh, crazy names, and it was directed by 
Greg Reyna. Well, Kelly, what can you tell us? What happens here in Noah's Lark? Noah's Lark uh, is about Noah. And God tells him it's it's based on the story in the Bible, obviously. But the um, God tells Noah to build an ark, and Noah says, "Okay, fine. What's an ark?" And then Indiana Jones comes racing in. He's like, "It's an incredible bejeweled box containing the powers of the heavens, and it also melts Nazis." What's an ark? It's what I've been searching for. It's this incredible bejeweled box containing the power of the heavens, and it melts Nazis. And um, then he's chased off into the distance by the Hovitos. Yes. And it comes as no surprise that that's one of my favorite moments ever in an <laughs> Animaniacs cartoon. It never fails to make me laugh. <laughs> and um, But he, he builds the ark, and all the animals come come on the, the ark, and, um, ex- except he's terrified of the spiders. You know, They give him the heebie-jeebies. He's allergic to fear. And uh, the hip hippos are there, and Pinky and the Brain... <laughs> <laughs> except Pinky's dressed like a girl. <laughs> and he, he kind of looks aside and says, oh, I, I'm not judging. And, or <laughs> something to that, I'm paraphrasing. But um, so they they set off and, and it rains for 40 days and 40 nights. And the hip hippos drive him crazy. They think they're on a cruise ship. And um, their roommates are actually the spiders. And every time he sees them, he freaks out. Oh, no, our roommates are the spiders. Spidey! How did he do that? I do not know. And then how does this all wrap up again? It's like the, the Noah's yeah, Ark, right? They, they end and uh, the spiders want to be friends. The hippo hippos bring the spiders to him and like, you remember the spiders? <laughs> and uh, he screams and runs away. So. <laughs> Greetings, neighbor! You don't mind if we picnic on your hill with our dear old friends from the cruise, do you? Certainly you remember the Spideys. Care to join us? No, no, and I very rarely repeat myself, no! Apparently very shy or antisocial. But a very, it was a cute cartoon. Um, there were some references in here that we could go over real quick before we talk about some of our favorite moments. Um, so first of all, the let's talk about Noah himself. Uh, it's a kind of a caricature of the comedian Richard Lewis, mm-hmm. who hasn't really done much these days. Yeah, the last thing I saw him in was probably Kirby Enthusiasm, and that was you know eight years ago or something. Yeah, he, I mean he's still he's. <laughs> I don't know if he's a retired comedian or what, but um, yeah, I mean he's he he was in a uh, Men in Tights as uh, mm-hmm. as Prince John, I believe. Yeah. That's probably the the film that most people listening to us might be familiar with. Tell everybody that before the day is out, we shall have a wedding or a hanging. Either way, we ought to have a lot of fun, huh? He was also in John Candy's last film, which was Wagons East. Of course, you got a problem with that. We can settle it right here. That's life, huh? I don't much like being called a cattle rustler. I don't blame you. Take ten paces. Say, so, I tell you what, I I'd love to, but I can't because you know what? I'm anti handgun. So, uh, uh, let's see. Look, what do you say we just flip for him, huh? I said take ten paces, turn, and start shooting. 
milks the cows. What am I crazy? What have I been thinking? I'm a sheep rancher. <laughs> I start walking. Just you know, I just, I remember seeing him a lot as a kid. Uh, just you know, playing the neurotic Jewish comedian mm-hmm. who's he's. I'm doing his hand gesture right now, which is just like, you know, put his hand on his forehead okay. and just kind of, I don't know. And he's, you know, his, his whole gag was <laughs> to, to pace back and forth and uh, be neurot- neurotic and uh, yeah. kind of kind of crazy. But I, I remember watching his comedy as a kid. I'm excited. I'm just a little paranoid tonight. I, ha- I haven't performed in a couple of months. And, uh, and yet, hey. I'm paranoid about everything in my life. Even at home, I, on my stationary bike, I have a rearview mirror, which I'm not thrilled about. <laughs> and sadly, my last shrink, she just she retired about a week ago. I'm freaked out, and it was, it was sort of a, a nightmare. She was, she was only 24. I guess I burned her out real fast. And uh... um, Kelly, any, any memories of uh, Richard Lewis at all? Well, you've already mentioned Men in Tights, but I, I'm trying to remember. I thought he used to be in a, a sitcom, um, but I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, he's he's okay. he's been. I mean, he's been doing a lot of things. I mean, yeah. over the over the years. Uh, uh, oh, but, anything but love with Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, I okay. Just looked it up. Um, I I vaguely kind of remember that show god jamie lee curtis was in a sitcom with him that's so i don't remember this at all yeah uh, there you go <laughs> so at the time i mean early 90s people knew who he was i mean this was like mm-hmm. one of the one of the bigger stand-up comedians of the day so uh, if you saw him as a kid you you knew who noah was <laughs> noah was supposed to be in this cartoon and uh ernie anderson is the narrator uh, in this, once again, just like he was doing the narration of the Adam and Eve cartoon. Uh, slap, what was that called? The Slappy, um, slappy in the Garden. I don't know. Something, yeah. Garden <laughs> the Garden. Garden the Garden. How could I forget a cool title like that? Yeah. So he, he was the narrator <laughs> of that one, uh, which it was cool to see that uh, the same narrator telling the Bible story. And, mm-hmm. of course, uh, Ernie Anderson did the, the narration for America's Funniest Home Videos and... Uh, one of the cool parts of this was, again, talking about the love boat. Love boat. <laughs> he completed construction just as the rains began and the animals marched two by two onto the love ark. Uh, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, they make another reference to the uh, love boat, right? Yeah, they... Captain Stubing or something like that mm-hmm. is mentioned. <laughs> up and down, up and down. I hate the sea. I hate boats. Why am I out at sea in a boat? Where's Gavin McLeod when you need him? But that's pretty much it. Well, you forget uh, Babs and Buster Bunny. Oh, duh. Yeah, Babs and Buster Bunny show up in this one. Check. Bunnies. Buster and Babs Bunny. No relation. Let's hope not. It's a children's show. But yeah, it was cool to see Bubs. Bubs. It was cool to see Buster and Babs. That's their... uh, That's their... Celebrity name, I guess. They were a couple. <laughs> yes. Bubs. Bubs. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, what do you guys think? Any, any, what are your favorite moments about this one? Um, I liked him getting scared by spiders, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't dislike it, so I guess <laughs> I liked it. And Kelly, we are we know that of course the the moment right there with Indiana Jones is <laughs> got to be one of your favorite moments, right? Yes, I love it. You know, I noticed in that the the sound itself 
was, you know, cool to listen to because number one, when he rushes out to grab Mo, uh, Noah, mm-hmm. he, uh, he mentions he's talking about the arc and then the music is playing the Illinois Smith theme. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it transitions when the Juvitos go to chase him off. Those Jovitos are the same character design as uh, the Bush Lad guy from the cartoon Tasmania. Hmm. And so, they have the Tasmania theme. Exactly. Yeah. So it goes bum, 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 bum as they rush off. So I was like, okay, so the, the music is, is giving little references to other stuff. In this case, other cartoons that we've seen. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, for me personally, I just like this cartoon because... I'm not a huge fan of the Hip Hippos, but this one was pretty good. Yeah, it was a good Hip Hippo cartoon, I would say. <laughs> and of course, the Hip Hippos just think that this entire trip is simply a, a luxury cruise mm-hmm. uh, of some sort. And, uh, you know, Kelly, you've never been on a cruise. No. Nathan and I went on a cruise once. Once. And uh, never again, never again, <laughs> never There's too again. many, too many spiders. <laughs> the spiders. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the only thing I really remember from the cruise is the food. So I could see why the hip hippos would be very interested in <laughs> going on a cruise. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it was a cute cartoon. Um, not much more that I could really think of it than I just kind of liked the references. It was it was cute. Yeah. Um. Apparently, the uh, the manager of uh Richard Lewis contacted the. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Um. And something about like how uh he said uh great, very funny, but next time uh could you try not to steal all of his material or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> like, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Luckily, they're in a in a area where they can say it's parody and that way they don't have to necessarily you don't have to worry about paying him or anything mm-hmm. like that um but yeah it was it was a dead-on impression yeah it was a very good impression but yeah i don't know if that's true or not but that's a interesting uh <laughs> trivia thing if it is true so yeah apparently his agent contacted them so <laughs> well let's go ahead and move on over to the next little segment right now chicken boo the big kiss So The Big Kiss was written by Deanna Oliver, and it was directed by Alfred Gimeno. And uh, basically, the the synopsis of this is that mm. Chicken Boo is the sexiest actor in Hollywood. Obviously. And, <laughs> and in the Warner Brothers studio, there's this director who, for some reason, every time he talks, the Alfred Hitchcock theme is playing in the background, <laughs> which doesn't really make any sense to me because... The actor, the director didn't sound anything like Alfred or Hitchcock look like or him. look anything. So it's not him, but they just had to keep playing that music. Um, Hello Nurse, I think, is playing the, the actress. It looks a this. lot like Hello Nurse, but I'm not sure. Yeah, her... Maybe her cousin, maybe. I yeah, don't know. I think it's related to she's she would be related. Actually. Well, she is very excited in this scene to work with this this sexy actor in, in the world or whatever, because well, he's he's so sexy, you know. He has this cool mustache and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Chicken Boo comes in, and his only costume, I think, is just the mustache. Yeah, all he has is a mustache on, <laughs> which is, I think, the least costume he's yes. had so far. He's really getting bold at this point. Mm-hmm. He does, he doesn't even wear a suit or a tie. If or he shirt. just grew the mustache, then he'd be a man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
has to work on that. Get some get some like hormone injections yeah. or something. There you go. That's all he needs to do. Or at least better glue. Because what happens is Chicken Boo leans in to kiss this this actress, and of course when they back up, uh she has the mustache on him on her, and she screams out Which is something that I remember seeing a lot in promos for Animaniacs. Mm, they yeah. showed this a lot for some reason. The the line, I kiss chicken lips, <laughs> was in a lot of Animaniacs promos, I believe, early on. Um, but yeah, same thing happens. Chickaboo runs off. He's, you know, kicked out of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's pretty much it for Chickaboo this time around. Uh, guys, what do you think about this Chickaboo segment? It was fine. I I don't know. Is this the first time they call him Chicken Boo? Well, like, what do you mean? Like, like I, I forget. Did they actually call? Yeah, the, they, the they, act? yeah. He says, "You Chicken Boo" or something. Wow. You've ruined my picture. I'll be the laughing stock of Hollywood. You'll never work in this town again, Chicken Boo. Wow. So he just he just knew. All of well, a sudden, I mean, his name's Boo, and then so. What did they call him as the actor? I forget. Boo. They just called him Boo? Yeah, so... So his name was Boo. You will always be my Boo. Okay. The director being allergic to chicken feathers, I didn't think it was necessary to the... Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he. it's true. It was like the little clues of, oh, yeah, all of a sudden this this actor comes in and I'm allergic to chickens. And <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> hint, hint, director. How many times have I got to tell you, Tony, these sneezes are an allergic reaction? To what? Chicken feathers! <laughs> <laughs> People are really stupid in Chicken Boo cartoons. I, I don't know. <laughs> but Kelly, any thoughts on this Chicken Boo cartoon? I I thought it was cute. I I, I enjoyed it. I liked his mustache. <laughs> it was very. It kind of reminds me of a uh, Kermit's mustache in Muppets Take Manhattan. Mm. He just Kermit. Puts a... <laughs> oh no, I'm, I'm thinking the wrong Kermit. You're thinking... I just really wanted to say it like that. <laughs> Kermit the Frog. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> No, we're thinking of Muppets Take Manhattan where he... Where he's he, Phil? He's, yeah, yeah. before he turns into Philip, he's the Hollywood agent, and he mm-hmm. goes into oh, Sardi's, that, Kermit, that oh. Kermit the Frog. The many disguises of Kermit the Frog. Of I know, there's so many. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, that little pencil-thin mustache definitely reminded me. It, it, it looked good on Chicken Boo. You yeah. should keep that up. But next time, wear some clothes, too, Chicken Boo. Yeah. I mean, at least... <laughs> Some modesty, please. Come on. <laughs> okay. Well, Nathan, we have one more cartoon segment to go over, and it's called Hiccup. Excuse you. Thank you. <laughs> well, Hiccup was written by Deanna Oliver and was directed by Greg Reyna and Dave Marshall. And Nathan, what happens in Hiccup? So, uh, Squid, Pesto, and Bobby are all eating food. And uh, Squid eats some food too much, too quickly, and gets the hiccups. And Pesto and Bobby try to help him, but it doesn't really help. He uh, Then the uh, God Pigeon comes, and uh, there we go. Uh, 
He fixes him. So yeah, the god pigeon scares him really well mm-hmm. and gets rid of the hiccups. So there you go. <laughs> That's pretty much it. He had. <laughs> It's all in the title, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. It's called Hiccup. You know what you're getting into. There's something about hiccups. Uh, well, Kelly, what did you think about the cartoon Hiccup? I, I thought it was cute. And when it, I realized, I, or at least I feel like we haven't seen a Good Feathers in a while. Yeah. So I was kind of glad to see the Good Feathers back. Yeah. Well, there were a few uh, quick little references right there, mm-hmm. mostly at the park uh, that they're yeah, like showing. before it even starts, really. Is... Yeah. <laughs> they kind of threw in a bunch of references right at the beginning. <laughs> um, so they have Dustin Hoffman uh, kind of running in a tracksuit. Uh, so he that's him in Marathon Man. Relief, discomfort. Uh, which of these I next apply? That decision is in your hands. So take your time. And of course, we had David Letterman was kind of doing a kind of walk through the park, um, <laughs> doing his thing. But <laughs> but uh, finally, we had Macaulay Culkin uh, running through Central Park. We can assume, yeah, uh, with Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci right behind him. I, I believe these guys were they the Sticky Bandits at this point. I believe, yeah, they were the Home Sticky Alone Bandits. Too. Yeah, yeah. So the Sticky Bandits are chasing them, are chasing Macaulay Culkin, I should say, through the park. Um, in total daylight, so you know. He, well, that's what they do in the movie too. At one point, so. and one point, these Home Alone movies, I, I barely remember anything of about them. Well, Home Alone two is, I think, better than the first one. Maybe I don't know. It's hard to say. They're about the same. I I feel <laughs> the same. I I feel like it's got a lot more heart to it. Yeah. Wow. And both have brilliant, brilliant scores and soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Just. Want to throw that out there, John, John Williams? There you go. John Williams did. I mean, hey, at the end of Home Alone one, I don't think there's a dry eye in the in the theater when uh, when the old man is there giving a hug to his family. Yeah, and... no, George Costanza really. Oh yeah, got to him. The, the old man got to me. <laughs> You're crying from Home Alone. <laughs> the old man got to me. All right. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, yeah, fantastic scores by John Williams right there. And, you know, I was te- talking to my wife because we just got over Christmas, the Christmas break and Home Alone and Home Alone 2 are consistently on a lot of people's lists of best Christmas movies. Yeah. It's not usually what I think of as a Christmas movie, but it's I watch it Home Alone 2 every Christmas now. So <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, it's, it's my wife's favorite almost. Really? It's one of her favorite Christmas movies. I can't movies, even tell so. when my brother's joking no, anymore. No, it's true. Okay. <laughs> okay. I imagine that must be difficult. I, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, anyway, and, <laughs> um, you know, and really the only other kind of uh, reference that I could really note um, is, you know, there's there's some Disney references in this. Yeah, it seems like uh, like Bobby or uh, Pesto really is kind of. Like he really likes Disney, I think, but he's ashamed <laughs> he's, of his. He's ashamed he doesn't want to like, admit. He, yeah, because he keeps like hearing all these Disney things, <laughs> and then he's like, "What?" Pastizio, the Heim hiccup like maneuver works every time. Thanks, Doc. Doc, what's that supposed to mean? I just said thanks, Doc. Doc, what? 
Are you saying I'm one of those seven ugly dwarves? Is that what you're saying? That I am some kind of shorty, short, white-bearded alphanet here to whistle while I work for you? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not saying that. I am a doc. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's it! <laughs> How dare you compare me to Disney and like? But he knows a lot of. So he's really a fan of Disney at heart, but yeah, he won't admit to but it. But he would never admit to it. That's why. That's my I theory. See. So of course he mentions that he's. You call me Doc, like mm-hmm. the the dwarf at one point, and then later he talks about. <laughs> he goes, "You call me one of the musketeers, one of those hi there, ho there." Yeah. In other like, words, what do you mean by that? I just said we're like the three musketeers. You know, all for one and one for all. Are you saying that I am Annette Funicello here to wear mouse ears for you? That I am some kind of, hey there, hi there, hold there, come and join my jamboree punk on a kid's TV show? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not saying that. I am a musketeer. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's it. I'll give you a musketeer. Hey, I'll give the, my the musketeers, not the musketeers, but he still hears musketeer. Yeah. And he mentions Annette Funicello. Which, how do you know these things? (laughs) I think you're onto something, Nathan. I think Pesto is a fan. Um, Did you? you He's a closeted fan. (laughs) When I was a kid on the Disney Channel, like on the old, we're talking the good Disney Channel, ladies and gentlemen. Before they, in the early '90s, they had the new Mickey Mouse Club on the Disney Channel, where we had people like Justin Timberlake and. Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears get their first time in front of the camera singing and stuff. But of course, the original 1950s uh, Mouseketeers, they actually showed a lot of those old episodes on the Disney Channel. Do you ever get a chance to watch those as a kid, Kelly? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, periodically. My mom, uh, she, of course, she watched the, the original Mickey Mouse Club as a kid, and so we. You know, They'd come on, and she's like, oh, there's a Netflunicello, and she'd get really excited. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the original show was, I always liked watching it because it's kind of cool to see how the kids acted back then. A lot of obsessions with uh, cowboys and Indians and stuff like that. A lot of the, a lot of the episodes of, uh, of the Mickey Mouse Club focused on that. And then I remember they would always go to, uh, like, Sid and, not, I was going to say Sid and Marty Croft, but it wasn't that. It was, they'd go off to segments of, uh, Davy Crockett or, uh, oh gosh, little Spin and Marty. That's what it's called. Not Sid and Marty Croft. Spin and Marty, I think was what it was called. And it would just be, I'd be done with it. But, <laughs> you know, it was cool to see like Disney. I, I just like watching it because I got to see like what Disneyland looked like when it was first starting off. Like that was cool to see. But anyway, yeah. But well, Pesto, Pisto is definitely a, Disney freak, I think, as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> well, um, any other moments, guys? What do you think? The, the hiccup. Let's talk about the hiccup uh, things right here. The the methods that uh, they decide to to try to try to get. Uh, yeah. Try to stop hiccups. Yes. So which which method is the best method in your experience? I don't know, drinking water or drinking just water. They not. didn't try that. They did. They did. This. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I usually just take a big big breath and and just swallow. Yeah. yeah. Now I just I usually just try to breathe normal and then I'll just kind of since it's all like psychological anyways. Is it psychological? Oh, it totally is. No, it's <laughs> something something biological is going on there no. like a bubble in your hang your, on. Your here. brain just thinks that it needs more air. 
No. Or there's something weird in your diaphragm, you know, where it's No, I am going to hiccup in Wikipedia. (laughs) A hiccup is an involuntary contraction of the diaphragm that may repeat several times per minute. Yeah. Not in your brain. Hey, the brain controls everything. (laughs) The hiccup is an involuntary action including a reflex arc. Once triggered, the reflex causes a strong contraction of the diaphragm, followed by about a quarter second later by closure of the vocal cords, which resolves, which, which results in the classic, classic hick sound. I can't even talk. I might have the hiccups right now. I'm having yeah, some trouble. <laughs> well, anyway, it's not your... It's hey, not, if the brain just stops the diaphragm from spasming, So then, if you just die, then you won't stop. Yeah. You'll stop that, so that, that's in the, in the cartoon. They said, like, if uh, Squid just kept holding his breath... <laughs> He would have stopped hiccuping, which is true. Well, eventually... that works for me. Just well, not stop breathing, <laughs> but to, to take a huge deep breath in and just hold it as long. And they tried that, and then that didn't quite work. He kind of went like a balloon everywhere. But mm-hmm. I did like the whole, you know, I, I remember what happened to. Yeah, all the stories of, you know, closing the throat or the. Someone's head he- caved in mm-hmm. or <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, the torso was caved in yes. too, I think. like yeah. And of course, the, the the part that I did laugh when the god pigeon just <laughs> turns around and has this huge, scary. Yeah, it was a little scary too. But yeah, so yeah, I, I did like that moment quite a bit. It was and a good sound from Maurice Lamarche right there. Mm-hmm. He does those good monster sounds, <laughs> whatever it was. So that was that was a cool highlight for me. But overall, it was and again, I would just say cute <laughs> for this Good Feathers one. Yeah. Not necessarily a bad one, just cute. Right? Yeah, sure. It, it was no West Side Pigeons. Yo, it was okay. No, no, nothing. No, no good feathers, I think, is so far has gotten even close to good uh, to West Side Pigeons. So, well, let's go ahead and get right over to our water tower rating. All right, guys. So, what do you think, Kelly? We'll start with you. What do you think? How many how many water towers would you give this particular episode of Animaniacs? I I'm gonna give it four because Indiana Jones <laughs> <laughs> and biased right there. That's amazing. How many of this? So yeah. <laughs> and well, Nate- the, I mean, the other segments were fine. I mean, it was it, it was all good. So there was, I didn't feel like there was a particularly weak segment, but, but yeah, Indiana Jones. The fan service got Kelly right there. <laughs> I'm, I'm so easy to please, really. <laughs> and Nathan, what do you think? Um, I'm torn between three and three and a half. Um, I'll go to three. Okay. Um, and I mean, I enjoyed all of them. I think, I, I think the chicken boo was weaker than other chicken boos I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it was, it was a good episode, but. Okay, so you're going to say three? I'll say three. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm going to give it three as well. It was a good episode. Uh, it wasn't bad. It was just, it was nice. It, yeah, I, so that averages out to a 3.4. 3.4-ish, 3.33. We'll let the listeners do the math. <laughs> and with that, uh, let's go ahead and get to our poll results from last week. Hello there. I am the announcer bot 3000. I give Twitter poll results for podcasts around the world. In fact, it's the only thing I do. What a waste of programming. Anyway, 
I have been asked to fill in for the regular human announcer while he is unavailable. Here are the poll results from last week. Human listeners were asked, which of these is your favorite Mindy and Buttons cartoon? Hashtag Animaniacs Hashtag Animaticast poll. 0% said Mesozoic Minty. Ouch. I guess that cartoon will go extinct. Ha ha ha. 7% said Up the Crazy River. That cartoon was crazy. Ha ha ha. 13% said Operation Lollipop. I thought that cartoon was pretty sweet. Get it, sweet. Ha ha ha. But in the end, 80% of listeners voted for Cat on a Hot Steel Beam. So that cartoon won. Yay. Those are the results. Hope you enjoyed that. Well, off I go to give results to other Twitter polls from around the internet. It's not much, but hey, it's a living. Bye. Okay, so those were our results from last week. Um, Nathan, what do you think? What's your favorite of those four Mindy and Buttons cartoons? Well, I voted uh for the cat on a hot steel beam. Why do you th- why do you like that one of all the Mindy and Buttons? I liked there was lots of cameos in it. Uh, it Popeye and uh, Tom and Jerry and so, or at least they're doppelgangers yeah. of some sort, like Bizarro Popeye mm-hmm. or something. It's a it's just a very classic uh, Buttons and Mindy, but yeah. And uh, Kelly, what about you? I I like the cat on the hot steel beam as well. I just thought it was cute. Yeah. I don't know. I, I was not a big Buttons and Mindy fan anyway. Yeah, so. yeah. I would say like of all the of those four, I would probably go with cat on a hot steel beam because, um, yeah, it, it just seems to me that that one was the most aware of itself. Mm. It, it was it was the only cartoon that said, "Yeah, we get it. This has been done before," and we know <laughs> yeah. to the point where they would just throw those cameos in and it was, it was cute. It was aware of itself. And I like that that most. Well, let's go ahead and get into our new poll question for this week. Nathan, what do you got? All right. So we just had another chicken boo episode. Yes, we did. In fact, this is the fourth chicken boo episode. Whoa. That's right. So we're going to be asking you, what is the best Chicken Boo episode so far? And we can go back and... So we started with Chicken Boo Rishkinov, Rishnikov. That was the first <laughs> one where he was a dancer. Mm-hmm. And then there was a, a Davy Omelet, where uh, Davy Crockett kind of came the funny things there. And uh, <laughs> the good, the boo, and the ugly, uh, where he was in a Western... Oh, yeah, the Western one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then this one, The Big Kiss. So of those, which is your favorite Chicken Boo episode so far? Very cool. Okay, well, head on over to twitter.com slash Animaniacast, or simply search on Twitter for hashtag Animaniacast poll, and you could easily find that poll and make your voice heard. And this is very important. Yes. So as we know, make make sure we know which of those four is the best. Yeah. Which, and they'll go off to the playoffs of Chicken Boo. <laughs> yeah, at the end, at the very end, we'll put all the Chicken Boos, the oh, final. Oh, man. We'll have, we've got this bracket going, guys. This, so. is, this is crazy <laughs> stuff. Okay, so go ahead and head on over to Twitter, and uh, we'll see what happens next week. Well, I think, you know, just before we wrap things up, I just want to make sure that people know that, uh, hey, do you listen to us? Are you Are you perhaps a new listener? Stuff like that. 
No? No, na- not talking to you, Nathan. Oh, you're looking right at me. <laughs> no, just... I'm, I'm just talking to the people out there. Are I'm you gonna stop a... looking at me. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm going to look at the wall. Okay. Hey there, are you a new listener? I bet you are, maybe. So, if you are, stop looking at me, Nathan. Get to my eyes. <laughs> I was trying to move <laughs> in front sight. of you. Nope. Uh, if you are, uh, hey, why not stop on over to iTunes and leave us a positive five-star review? We love to read those, and we haven't had an iTunes review in some time. Yeah, I just so. checked, and not since, like, November. What oh, are you doing, guys? gosh. So if so so come on listeners get out there and leave a positive review on iTunes it really it is uh, one of the best ways to help the show and make sure it can reach uh, an audience and uh, hey you know what tell a friend as well get on out there and uh, if you if you have some fellow Animaniacs fans you know hey spread the word and uh, we're you know we get growing by leaps and bounds every day when it comes to people on Twitter and Facebook and uh, just wanted to say hi to those people out there and uh, yeah. We got uh, we got some good stuff in the future, yeah. including next week. What one of? I got it. I I can't wait for next week. It's an Animaniacs <laughs> episode. It's a really really good episode. It's clowning out. Okay. <laughs> and Bubba Boba Brain. Woohoo! Yay! <laughs> so this next week is going to be. I, I I'm pretty sure it might get more than one or two stars. I'm pretty sure it just might. So we'll have to wait to see. We'll have to wait to see. Well, before we go ahead and wrap things up, let's go ahead and get to some contact information. Nathan, where can people get in contact with you online if they'd like to say hi? Twitter. I'm on Twitter. 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 Twitter me. You can tweet me at DjangoFT. There you go. All right. And, of course, you can send Nathan a, ha- a, a, a catchphrase if you'd like. Hashtag animating catchphrase. Right there on uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. And he might just read it out loud. And, Kelly, what about you? How can people get in contact with you if they'd like to say hi? I'm on Twitter, Yoda Princess, or uh, email kelly at bigshinyrobot.com. All right. And uh, for us at the Animating Cast in general, if you just want to say hi, we are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. We are on Google Plus and Instagram and all that stuff. And, of course, you can always send us an email as well, which is animaniacast at retrozap.com. And speaking of retrozap.com, there are tons of things that you can do over at retrozap.com. Lots of cool articles. I'm looking at the website right now. There's a whole article right about the new Nintendo Switch that's Ooh, coming out. Coming out in March. Ooh. And uh, there's also multiple different podcasts that you could listen to as well. Uh, there is the Animaniacast. I hear they're okay. They're there's, amazing. <laughs> there's the mm-hmm. Arg Cast. There's Beltway Banthas, Bruise and Blasters, the Dukes Cast, Movie Show, the Dune Cast, the Sandcrawler, Skywalking Through Neverland. There's Starship Sabers and Scoundrels, Talking Apes TV, Techno Retro Dads, the Trade Federation, and We Know Nothing. Oh my goodness gracious, there's so many podcasts to listen to. You can actually subscribe to the RetroZap feed and get every single one of those podcasts delivered right to your podcasting device because you're that special and awesome. So <laughs> with that, it's time to wrap things up and we'll see you next week with a, an episode I can't wait to discuss. Yay! Until then, this is Joey and for Nathan and Kelly, good night everybody. Good night everybody. Good night. Good night. 
This podcast is not endorsed by Warner Brothers or Amblin Entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Animaniacs, the Warner Brothers logo, all names, pictures, and sounds of the Animaniacs characters or any other Animaniacs-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Warner Brothers, Amblin Entertainment, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Animaniacs unless otherwise indicated. The Spideys!